It gives me immense pleasure to be in a conversation today with one of the finest film critiques of the country. She's a film journalist, television presenter and a book author. And Anupama Chopra is here with me today to share a bit about her life and her love for movies. Hi Anupama. Hi. So, okay, tell me first, how does it feel to be on the other side of the table? You're <laughs> strange. The one, <laughs> you're the one normally interviewing people and now you're being interviewed. How does that yeah, feel? Yeah, no, that's, that's strange. Um, though, though I am sort of getting used to it, but it's always weird. You know, I, I almost want to say, how do you do what you do? <laughs> it's just a natural instinct for me. And I'm very curious about everybody. So, do you love conversations? Like yeah. generally, are you a chatty person? I I think it's it's chattiness uh, depending on subject. So with movies, I'm you know extremely engaged. Uh, if you talked about home decor, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> Was film journalism always a well-planned career choice? No, no, not at all. It was um, not well-planned at all. It was in fact nowhere on the radar. Uh, it was uh, completely random because I graduated, I'm an um, English Lit major. So I graduated from uh, St. Vincent's College in Mumbai and uh, I had done English and at that time you know you either became um, a teacher or you went into advertising. Those were pretty much the two uh, avenues open to English Lit majors and I didn't want to do either. And um, one of my professors at St. Vincent's said, well there's a movie magazine called Movie and why don't you just, you know, check it out. It wasn't supposed to be anything uh, uh, long term. It was supposed to be a stock cap arrangement until I figured out what I actually wanted to do. And uh, and I wasn't even a big film buff. It's not like I grew up devouring cinema or anything. Uh, but I went to work for movie magazine and um, I was instantly seduced by the Hindi film industry. And so it's weird, but my journey actually um, started with Hindi, the business, the, the industry, and then went into the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I worked there for about, I don't know, eight to ten months and uh, um, I knew that that was what I wanted to do. And But I also knew I wanted to do it differently. So then I went to Northwestern University and I got a master's in journalism and then I worked in New York and then I came back always. And at that time nobody ever came back, <laughs> you know. So people were like, what? You come back to write about Bollywood? <laughs> so that's all I want to do is write about Bollywood. So um, that's how it began but it was completely random. And just out of curiosity, how many films do you see? <laughs> well, this has been a particularly crazy week. This week I've done four reviews, plus I write something called a film fix for the sometimes, which is like a DVD recommendation or just a film recommendation. So it's at least four or five a week, which is not ideal. I would prefer one a day, <laughs> but I'm not making it. <laughs> it's not happening. You've been in the industry for approximately 22 years. Has the media industry changed for the better or according to you, how has it evolved? Well, it's, it's, uh, you know, I can only speak um, about film journalism because yeah. that's all I've ever done. I've <laughs> literally never written anything else. The film journalism has, has changed drastically. I mean, when I started with movie magazine, there was literally like four maybe uh, film magazines. Mm -hmm. And mainstream journalism didn't cover cinema at all. Mm -hmm. Barely, you know, they would have a review or but, but no profiles, no trend stories, which seems today completely unimaginable given that every newspaper now has an entire supplement totally yeah. just devoted to film. Um, so there wasn't, uh, you know, films did not have cultural legitimacy. Bollywood, not films, but just Bollywood. Hollywood was always, you know, looked up at and all of those things. But Bollywood was considered fairly intraday, especially by people like us, you know, the English speaking, educated, urban elite. And, um, and 
mainstream media did not really cover Hindi films. Mm-hmm. And you know, so it's a complete sea change to today where you know, even a travel magazine or even a uh, architecture digest is sold with Deepika Padukone on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it seems like we can't do anything without movie mm-hmm. stars. Absolutely. Your husband is one of the finest filmmakers in the country and you are one of the top film critics. <laughs> do opposites really attract? How I suppose in this case, yeah, because Vinod is older and his uh, references and mm-hmm. his um, sort of favorite films and his favorite directors are all very different from the kind of movies that I'm doing. You know, he went to school at the Film and Television Institute in Pune. His whole uh, education has been in the European art house cinema. My whole education has been Hindi cinema for Shole. <laughs> you know? so, so sometimes he looks at me like, what are you thinking? How can you even enjoy this stuff? I said, I love it, I love it. You know, so yes, opposites do attract, but we try not to see too many movies together. <laughs> you know, when I was doing a bit of research on this interview, you know, I actually found out that you do not review this uh, film. So you're not no, no, you can't, you can't. But that's what I talk about, integrity. I mean, that's an obvious conflict of interest. No matter what I say, you know, it's just fundamentally wrong and therefore never, never. And it's not just what he directs, but what he produces, anything that he's involved in. And what about your children? Are they movie buffs as well? You know, my daughter is. Uh, she's 13 and she loves movies, but she loves, uh, she's not a big Bollywood buff. Neither one of them uh, is really. Uh, my son loves Bollywood music, but he is, uh, you know, he's into cricket and he has no time to watch any movies. <laughs> so, uh, so it's, it's interesting, but, but they, uh, they both enjoy movies, I just don't think they have enough time. Alright, but Amitma, uh, you yourself play so many roles in your life. You are a wife, you are a mother, you know, you are a journalist, you are a TV presenter, book author. How do you manage to juggle so many roles? How do you remain focused? Uh, you know, um, honestly, I have a lot of help. I have such a vast support system that, you know, if I complained about the difficulty of balance, I think it would be warning and it would be just bad form. Um, uh, is it easy? No, but but nothing is easy, you know, and, and I love it, I enjoy it. I, I always tell my kids that if I did work, I would really be a neurotic mom, <laughs> you know. So choose between that and a working mother. <laughs> that's, that's, that's wonderful, actually. Um, and Roma, your first book, Surely the Making of a Classic, uh, that won the 2001 National Film Award for the Best Book on Cinema. Then you had Dilwale Dhanya Le Jange that was published by the British Film Institute as part of their modern classic series. Then King of Bollywood, Shah Rukh Khan, you know, was featured uh, on the annual editor's list for the New York Times Book Review. How much does recognition, awards and appreciation, how, how much do they mean to you? What do they mean to you actually? You know, um, it's, it's not something I create at all. Um, I actually never even think about it. Uh, I don't... Uh, you know, none of us get into this because we think we're going to be famous. I mean, you know, you do it because you love movies. And I'm purely driven by that. And if uh, recognition comes or if, uh, and what, I mean, that New York Times citation for my Shadow book meant the world to me. You know, I mean, the New York Times is the New York Times. I mean, you know, I, I would be happy to speak with all that. <laughs> you know, it's never in my head at any point of time. You know, I, I have never, um, uh, there's no vanity in this. I. I really don't have any go. For me, it's the work drives me. I mean, I'm really happy to love something and to have the financial freedom to do what I love. I mean, I don't think many people get that lucky. Uh, so everything else that comes is uh, just you know the, the icing. As a film critic, 
those movie reviews do you follow? Many, many inspirations. Uh, you know, I read, I try and read on a weekly basis the great film critics. I try and learn uh, as much as I can. You know, Roger Ebert, of course, mm -hmm. um, for film critics across the world was a great inspiration. And, and uh, I, you know, I watched a documentary on him, uh, Life Itself, and it's stunning and staggering what he continued to do and how he nurtured his voice even when he had no literal voice left. Uh, you know, so for me, he continues to be a great source of inspiration. And I met him can. In fact, there's a picture of me and him. Uh, you know, um, but uh, him, you know, um, A.O. Scott, Manola Dargis at the New York Times, uh, Peter Bradshaw at the Guardian, um, one of my favorites, my absolute favorite, Anthony Lane at the New Yorker. You know, he's, he, he's a writer who, I mean, you know, you don't think you would read a film review and start laughing. But I had laughed out loud when I read Anthony Lane because he writes with such a great, he has such a great wit and flair that it's amazing. So these are all people I really look up to and I read Rajiv Masand, I read Raja Sen, Nandini Ramnath, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so as, as much because I think you learn from everyone. What do you look for in films when you actually go to watch one or when you actually just watch it as an audience, not as a critique? What do you look for in films? But you know, there's not much difference. The only difference when I'm reviewing a film is I'm taking notes because I don't want to get stuff wrong. I don't want to make factual errors. But otherwise, it's the same human being that goes to a movie, you know. And um, I don't feel like some great sense of burden when I'm reviewing. Mm -hmm. I'm there excited. I want to, like, like I'm going with full enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, but what I look for is um, engagement. Fundamentally, you know, um, I think uh, you need to engage me at, at whatever level, you know, so you can make me laugh, you can make me cry, you can make me, um, you can uh, scare me, you know, but, but evoke some reaction. For me, the worst crime is boring. <laughs> you know, I'm like, listen, I'll give you two, three hours of my life, yeah, don't yeah, do this. You know, so even when you're, so, so, so sometimes some films are so bad that they become good because at least they're so bad that they evoke a reaction and then you start laughing and it's unintentionally funny, you know, um, which is fun. Yeah. But it's those middle of the road bad ones that are just murderous, you know, because you're not laughing, they're not so bad that they're good, they're just like nothing. And you know, I could, I can never leave because that would be unethical. So I have, I see every film down to the last credits, you know, so what are you going to do? You just yeah. <laughs> What is, uh, rather, who is your inspiration? Well, I would say the Lord, uh, you know, because um, uh, the Lord has been my best friend for so long. But, uh, you know, I don't even know how long he's <laughs> so, uh, so I think him, definitely. Uh, definitely. And we're wired extremely differently because I'm um, very driven and extremely um, motivated to work. And, and he's extremely calm and very zen like in his approach to life and work. So I think he. Um, as my children say, he completes you. Oh, that's <laughs> really sweet. So coming to the last question, if you have to describe your life at this stage in just one word, what would that be and why? Happy. Yeah. It would be because it is. Um, you know, I, I love what I do and I think um, that is such a big lesson. I had a lovely time chatting with you on the Thank, you. Thank you so Thank you much so for much. being with us. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you.